speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, October 16th, 2023. On today's episode, well, fucking shit moves quick here, and I got a fucking job again, so shit. I ain't unemployed. You can call me George Floyd. Step. Oh, boy, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> What the fuck? I was about to say some pretty gnarly fucking shit there. Anyways, hi, welcome to another fucking episode of this week of Drew of the Monday edition for Monday, October 16th, 2023. It's spooktober. Did you get in your nice comfy sweaters out? And did you buy your decorative pumpkins and gourds? And maybe you used the weekend to go and look at some, get a nice cozy cup of something warm and go see the leaves changing color and put on your nice cozy flannel and go for a walk somewhere outside to go see. Maybe you could get to some kind of nice picture with the foliage uh that's what the fuck i did on sunday nah it's fucking married life i fucking instead of watching fucking red zone i went antiquing and fucking got a cappuccino i got got a vanilla latte and went antiquing and then uh looked at some fucking pumpkins and some a bunch of fucking old shit anyways that's not how i wanted to start off the show uh okay, uh, we're back on Mondays. Let's start off the show w- with a little bit of a ding 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? Okay, so uh I uh I got a lot to talk about actually. This fucking has been a quite an eventful week for me. So since last we spoke. Uh let's do the comedy. We'll do a little comedy recap. Uh so Friday was Paul Thompson. If you're not familiar, uh, you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, but Paul Thompson, uh, it, it, pr- truly, objectively, one of the best stand-up comedians that's ever lived in Canada, uh, an embodiment of, of the word artist. He is truly, every fiber of his being is dedicated to living and breathing art, whether it's actual painting or stand-up comedy or just the general, uh, the artist way and living the artist lifestyle and a, and a dedication to creation, um, both internally and externally and and the journey that being um blessed and cursed with that amount of talent and sensitivity uh, uh gives you or that life it, it's it's a blessing and a curse is what i'm trying to say is being both is being that is being that talented you know because uh on one end you have the the absolute ability to to c- create and reflect upon reality in a very real and honest way. Uh, but then the flip side of that is that you experience uh, reality in a very real and honest way, which is quite, uh, you know, can be quite uh, brutal sometimes when you see the world for what it really is and and uh, and are able to empathize with it and feel it and sympathize with it. Um, anyways, this isn't a rant about artists. This is just a rant about Paul being... Super fucking funny is really, that's a really funny thing to say about a guy who I'm trying to pick him up on funny and talk about how sensitive he is. Uh, but he's, tr- he has access, bro. This guy's the most fucking creative guy. Like this guy can just come up with shit like off the top of his dome. So he released his brand, his first stand up comedy album ever. It's called Horny. 
I deplore you. It's on YouTube right now. Uh, you have to go watch it. You have to watch it. This is a stand-up comedy is meant to be seen. Obviously, audio albums are sick too, but just the way Paul is and like, I don't know, just watch it on YouTube. It's called Paul Thompson Horny. YouTube's the only place that's hosting it right now because this is how good of an artist this guy is. This guy painted his own album cover. It took him two fucking years to paint the album cover and it's a renaissance piece. Like it's a full ass like renaissance like there's like hundreds of fucking uh, depictions of people and animals fucking in every different way in this giant like a Greek hall looking thing. It's just a complete Renaissance painting. Like if it, like if you look at it, and if you know anything about art history, like it's like referential to other paintings. And like I don't know enough about like I know just enough about art history to know that he's like doing like uh, an homage to like various artists and a style of painting that was popular like during the Renaissance and in the like the you know like the the 15th and 16th centuries and um and shit like that so but since it's so graphic in nature like all they submitted it and like none of the audio guys they're like we're not we can't but YouTube is like buddy fucking give her <laughs> like YouTube has the like give her option like you're allowed to whatever so anyways um uh, so Paul's album is out on Horny and he is out on Horny. It's out on YouTube. It's called Horny. And I hosted the album release show for him on, on Friday at eight o'clock at the corner. And you know, this is the tough racket of being a standup in, in, in Canada and being literally one of the best in the fact that there's no star system, right? Paul's been on TV a couple times. He's been on the festivals. He's been this, that, and the other, but unless you're like literally like known digitally, like it's you, people don't give a fuck, right? Like you don't like, it's like, it's hard to build like an organic following because people just don't give a fuck. You're just part of their night. You know, like you're just part of you're just one activity that they're going to in that comedy clubs are generally just like adult Chuck E. Cheeses or they're just like, you know, our competition isn't other comedy clubs, although it is. But it's also like the fucking party putt and like like glow in the dark fucking mini golf and like fucking, you know, it's just the activity. To, you know, comedy clubs exist for one reason and the purpose is to fucking sell booze. And it's a business like it's like we had this question. I remember I was in Humber and my sales guy was just like, what is the purpose of a radio station? And everyone was like to inform, to entertain. And my and I knew what the fucking answer was. And I was like, I was just keep my mouth shut. And my fucking sales professor was like, no. And they're like, uh, to produce audio content. And there's like, no. He's like, what is the purpose of a radio station? And then he's just like, anybody? And I was just like, I turned on my mic. I was like, to make money. And he's like, it's like, we're in sales class. Like, you guys are all talking about fucking audio and shit. It's like, no, the purpose of any fucking business is to make money. I sound like Kevin fucking O'Leary right now, who I have a love-hate relationship with that guy. Like, I, ha I hate... I hate who he is, but I love how he's a, the at least a capitalist that's like honest about it. Like he's the only honest capitalist that's like, yeah, I am here to fuck you and extract as much value out of your labor as cheap as you'll give it to me for. And I'm going to screw you on every end of the fucking deal. And that's what I do. <laughs> and so it's like, I hate you for being like that. But at least you're like, like you got Galen Weston and all these cocksuckers coming on their commercials being like, I'm your buddy. Where he fucking got blahs or whatever. And it's just like, you're not, no, you're not my fucking buddy. You're not my fucking buddy. And at least Kevin O'Leary has the gumption to be like, I'm not your buddy. I'm here to fuck you. And, you know, it's like that uh, Lamb of God, whatever fucking song that is. Such is the rule of honor. Those who appeal 
to fucking law for whatever are cowards because you know who uh, fuck Nick is gonna butcher me for he's gonna fuck he's gonna make fun of me for butchering this fucking Lamb of God reference. But it's the beginning of one of their songs, and it's pretty much like, yo, if you fucking, if you, <laughs> okay, what the fuck am I doing? Lamb of God fucking rule of honor song. I'm just going to Google it. Lamb of God rule of honor. Oh, yeah, Omtera. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever appeals to the law against his fellow man is either a fool or a coward. Whoever cannot take care of himself without that law is both. For a wounded man shall say to his assailant, If I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven. And then just fucking... And then the song starts and you're like, Oh my God, like, Lamb of God, I, I fucking... I like, they've overtaken Megadeth. Like, Megadeth will always be my favorite band for sure. But, like, I listen to Lamb of God every day now. Like, I used to... In the way that I used to listen to Megadeth. Where it's like, I literally will, like, I kind of have to listen to Lamb of God, like, every day or else I'm, like, fucked. I don't know why. But it's just such, like, a fucking... Like, just go to the gym. Turn on fucking any Lamb of God. Even their new album. They're not their newest. Like, they're... Yeah, actually, their new album is sick. Yo, they actually released some new shit, like, last week. Like, 10 days ago, they released two new songs, which I believe maybe are the two singles off their new newer album, but... Their shit is dope and the production is fucking fire and like the riffs, it's like every song sounds like a Lamb of God song. It's like they're like ACDC. Like it's like, yep. <laughs> it's like a fucking another one. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyways, so fucking Paul Thompson's show. And this is the fucking thing is that half the audience was there to see him, but the other half was just there because it's Friday fucking night and it's a comedy show and we're fucking Chuck E. Cheese, right? So it's my job now as the MC to be like, yo, it's like you guys are actually at someone's birthday party right now and you got to be like, I love this guy. <laughs> so I had to like bring the crowd around. And Paul told me after, he's like, buddy, I'm so happy that you were hosting. I wouldn't have had anyone else other than you host. Cause I just like did my fucking crowd and it was a good crowd. And I was like, Hey, this like, they didn't start out good, but I could tell they were ready to be good. And I was like, okay, sick. Like this is fucking, this is going to be good. Like, like I can feel it. Like just, I just got to be gentle with it. And I've been so calm on stage lately. And like, so I don't know, there's just this calmness that I've had lately just out over like the, like being comfortable with like bombing on the new stuff that it's like, I'm, I'm, it may not be what I am expecting, but I'm still experiencing the fluctuations. They're not as high and as low. Like you don't get those big giant pops, but you're still getting recognition and you know, the jokes when the, uh, when they, uh, there are people that are laughing at them in, in the ways that I would expect them to. So it's a, the whittling away process now begins the fucking, the real hard work, 15 years in a standup of like whittling away, like almost antithetical to the entire pursuit of like, how can I get less people to laugh at my shit, but to laugh greater you know, rather than getting like all 300 people to give me like 50%, it's like, how do I get 40 people to give me 100%? And I fuck the rest of them, right? So it's weird. Um, but anyways, Paul's album was sick. Paul's show was sick. Paul, and then you, here's what this fucking guy does. And this is what I'm talking about. This guy is being the best comedian. He has a half hour of new material that he's doing on his album release. So he has an hour-long album, and now he's hitting you with a half hour of jokes. So if you want, you have an hour and a half worth of Paul that night, and he's hitting, and he's doing it smart, because now he goes, 
every time you see him, it's like, you like me? Check out my fucking album. Not a single joke that you heard tonight. I got an hour special on YouTube of jokes that took me 15 years to write. Like, this is his AAA fucking headliner shit. His quads, bro. Like, that... You know, that's why Rob Pugh is another example. When he did his first Comedy Now special, it was he was like 11 or 12 years into the game. And like this is back in the day when the road was like profitable and there was like you could make a real fucking – it wasn't as fractured. There was like more of that Canadian oligarchy like fucking two, three major players and then they controlled the thing and you got your work. Guys were on contract at Yuck Yucks for $90,000 a year just on salary. Sometimes you wouldn't work for two weeks and you still got paid 90 grand a year. And then some, sometimes you're working fucking five shows a night, but Hey, you're on fucking salary. And how, who isn't going to take that as a standup fucking comedian in, in this country? Who isn't going to take that shitty fucking life preserver, you know, stepping over a fucking dollar to pick up a fucking guaranteed penny. Right. But anyways, um, that's why Rob's Pew was Rob Pugh's comedy now was so fucking good is because he was on the road for 11, 12 fucking years getting no shine from nobody. And then he, they do his comedy now. And then it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, dude, this is the most tightest road tested act you've ever seen. And it's like there's no holes in this thing because I've been doing it for 12 years across this fucking country. And there it, it's 100 percent. It's a submarine. And I ain't no Titanic. This is a motherfucking naval this is the fucking UB351. What the fuck was that movie? It was Sean Connery? Sean Connery submarine movie. The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> is that like his like is that like his Moby Dick? Was Red October like just a fucking submarine that they had to go get? I don't know. I don't know shit about that fucking movie. So, okay. So, anyways, I had a good weekend to stand up. Uh, Saturday, I had another gig. It was just like a little rinky-dink fucking little butt-fuck gig. Honestly, like, I just did 20 and got the fuck out of there. Uh, nothing to report. Just a regular-ass bar gig. Comics from... Where the fuck was that guy from? It was a guy I'd never met before. But he just knew me from whatever, Toronto. And I was like, huh, okay, cool. And I was like, I've never seen you before. And then they had like a decent-sized crowd. Maybe it was like 30, 35, I want to say. And I wasn't even headlining. And there was it was two people that I had never met before. Um, this guy, Kyle fucking, what the fuck was his name? Whatever. Anyways, he was a nice enough guy. Did a good job off the top, I guess. And then I just did a hit and run. I was like, yo, I'm fucking, I was like, I don't, I don't have to stay. I'm just doing like a quick 20. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm the fuck out of here. Uh, and then I just came back and chilled with Court. So, okay, so here's what else is going on now. Um, I'm back on the radio. So uh, last week I was talking about I had an option of maybe doing a radio gig in Edmonton. Um, that piqued the interest of my former employer. And they offered me my job back kind of in a similar but different role. So I'm doing like on air and I'm also having a few responsibilities like in creative and sales. So maybe writing commercials and pitching them to like, you know, smaller clients in town, like weed stores and fucking bars and shit like that. And like, kind of like stuff that I would, you know, places that I would go. Um, which I always thought I was like, yo, I probably am doing better. I'm probably doing more for this company rather than being the news fucking guy 
in the afternoons. It's like, why don't you just put me on the phones? Like, I'm so used to just being like working the phones. Like, that's literally how you work as a comedian. You cold, like, it's literally like, that's what you do. Like, you just are like, hi, would you like to book me? No? Okay. And then you can call up the next guy and you're like, hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> fucking Alex. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so I'm back. I'm fucking back. I'm doing school. <laughs> I'm fucking Alex said I'm doing all the side quests. <laughs> He's like, your main quest ain't going so well, eh? Just working on all the side quests. It's like, yeah. Uh, the main stand-up quest. Because this fucking content shit is ridiculous, bro. I'll post one video on Reddit and it gets 1.7 million views. And I post the same video on Instagram and it gets 700 views. So it's like, what? Like, what? Like, I don't understand. Like, I literally don't get it. And, like, obviously, I have to have the intestinal fortitude to just power through it and create evergreen content and, like, build my brand or whatever the fuck. But it's just, like, god damn it. Like, you're up against, like, the world now. Like, literally, everyone has their own show. There's, like, this little 13-year-old influencer that popped up in my timeline and he's being shit, like... He's saying shit like, you got to grind. <laughs> he's like being some like motivational business influencer. And he's like 13, sitting in his dad's office. It's like, what would you rather? Five years of fun versus 20 years of struggle? Or five years of struggle versus 20 years of fun? You choose. Like and follow for more. <laughs> and you're like, what are you even talking about, bro? You're just regurgitating. It's like this like... These, like, echoes of, like, like, it's just this, like, fucking copycat, like, nothing is, a, nothing is real. Like, you're just, people are just saying things that they've heard, and, like, you just are, say things that someone else is saying that someone else said. <laughs> and, like, every joke is the same. Like, it's like they're all doing the same. Everything is the same now. It's like one thing catches and then you just do your thing. And then I don't even know anymore. I honestly don't even know. I don't even care anymore. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm back on the radio. Fuck it. I'm back on the radio. And, uh, and uh, so, this is why we're doing the podcast on Mondays. It works better to do it back on Mondays now because I'm back on the fucking radio. And, uh, I'm happy to be back on the fucking radio. Um, what else did I want to say about that? Is that, yeah, I don't want to say anything. It's just, okay. So the reason why I'm doing this is that it's, it's a, it's a long-term play. And in the, sh the, sh it's a short and long-term play in the short term. It allows me to have gainful employment doing what I love, which is talking to fucking microphones and being a fucking radio guy who does stand-up and music. Like, it's just like I'm kind of like living the dream, you know? Albeit, you know, there is a case to be made for, like, the real dream, which is selling tickets and being, like, an actual person of public notoriety or whatever the fuck. But the more I age, the more I'm, like, 34, 35, 36. You're really going to be that guy, like, 36 years old trying to be fucking famous on Instagram? It's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, just... Stick to your fucking stay in your lane, <laughs> you know, just like if you have, if you went to school for traditional media, like there's still an opportunity for you to take advantage of that. And although, you know, like it's like that, it's that it's that Kevin, o it goes back to that Kevin O'Leary thing. And really, it's like, do you want to be Kevin O'Leary? And like all my friends who are like in, in terms of being like, we're, we 
took all the risks on 100% of ourselves, but we also get 100% of the reward versus are you going to work for an employer who's going to mitigate most of the risk for you and you get less of the fucking pie. And I guess for me, I, I was more comfortable with the, you know, less risk, uh, a riskier scenario given, you know, what I want in life. And, and I never really have had a desire to like live in Manhattan or fucking, you know, like all, it would be cool and stuff, but just moving at that clip is not necessarily like, I don't know, just jumping in that American fucking machine. It's a circus. Right. And like, I just don't feel like I could, ha like I would want to handle that. Like I really don't. And like once I cured myself of my ego, I realized that a lot of those moves that I was making were actually just to satisfy my own ego of wanting someone to come up to me and wanting someone to take a picture with me and wanting, wanting this attention, this, this, this external validation because it would mean that I am good enough. Uh, and that I was good enough in what I did and that it was all worth it and that, you know, and, and once you cure yourself of that, that, that feeling that you, that you want to be interrupted at dinner and you want like people to autograph and fucking take your picture and how, and you want all these things, it's like, you know, if you remove that desire, like if you take that ego and that, that ego greed out of the picture it's like if you want why don't you just want to be good at stand-up and it's like you it's like well you are it's like okay cool so then you got what you wanted like you wanted to be a good stand-up comedian and now there's also an argument to be made is like well is a good stand-up comedian just a good on stage or are they good at all aspects of the business right uh, I don't know, you know, that's that's objective, I guess, or that's subjective, I guess, because a good stand-up comedian would most likely be good at the other aspects, including social media self-promotion and content creation. But, you know, what if you're only good at that? And you, and you, and you know, because, and you're not good at the other thing. I don't know, like that's, this is always the fucking... The thing. So anyways, this is where I'm at in my life. And yeah, I'm, I'm treating this podcast more of like some sort of fucking time capsule for whatever future children I may have to be able to re look back and listen on their dad's life and see <laughs> what, what was going on with him every week. This is more of my audio diary that I put online for people to listen to if they give a fuck. Speaking of people that listen to this show are they give me money did you know that fucking patreon has a brand new fucking page so now my patreon is free to sign up for but you don't see anything so i don't know get that really so there's paid members and then there's free members so i guess i have the option of posting shit for free just like regular social media but then the paywall is the fucking paywall right so where the fuck how do i sign up the fucking here's the paywall here okay so fucking I'm going to, we got the bonus podcasts. You know what it is. Fuck. Why do I do this commercial? Even I skip this commercial on my own podcast. Sometimes I'll listen to this for joke ideas. I'm like, well, I'm not going to listen to this dumbass fucking Patreon stupid fucking commercial that he does every single week saying the same fucking shit over and over again. So whatever, Hitler. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash Hitler. <laughs> Sign up for as little as $9. <laughs> 
<laughs> Could you imagine if <laughs> Hitler, he he kind of did start off with a Patreon. That was the beer hall putsch. Remember the beer hall push? That was him getting everyone all fucking. He was in the beer hall and he fucking just like pretty much like took the mic and he just got everyone all fired up on these anti-juice shit in like 1929 or some shit like that. Then it, he wouldn't take power for like another like eight years. So, you know, sometimes you got to have your beer hall pushed before you can have your full Reich. Go to patreon.com slash Adolf Hitler. Sign up for as little as five bucks. <laughs> uh, and then you could be like these fine Nazis. Uh, Josh, uh, Alicia Iron Eagle, James, New Guy Mark, Tony Smog, Nick and Mac, Bubba Marnus, motherfucking street. Damon, our number one fan, Joel, and in the Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Terrence. Say the name of what up? I want him. I'm coming to want him. How you gonna be? Maybe to want him is where I'm gonna be. And also, promotional consideration is provided by Weed Man, Egypt Weed Man. Go to EgyptWeedMan.weed.com. Give you many Egypt weed, boodoo doo dada Egypt weed. Okay, kinktoscannabis.cc. Obviously, I'm doing these commercials uh, a little bit fucked up because I am bored of doing them the same old fucking way. And you people fucking, it's the same old people listening to the fucking show every week. We're just fucking the definition of insanity. Go to kinktoscannabis.cc, use the promo code DREW, and you will get weed that turns your dick inside out. Go to kinktoscannabis.cc, get that inside out dick weed if you use the promo code DREW right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on the radio. Let's fucking go. Uh, where else am I this week? Uh, we're back at the Corner Comedy Club this week if you're listening in Chirana. Um, and I am, uh, I'm going to go see Corblon tomorrow. Corblon. I'm going to go see Corblon tomorrow. Alberta's fucking finest. Me and Cord are going to go. And we saw him the night we got engaged as well. And I might try to talk to him about that. Okay. Love you. Night, night. Now I've been nice Aberdeen and a bonus Lion King bonus That's the bonus bonus. You didn't need, I bet you didn't see that one coming. Fucking double bonus. <laughs>